Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. If you are new to this podcast, I am a productivity strategist for multi-passionate creatives at saganmorrow.com. I help people manage their time and energy effectively through customized, actionable strategies that work for your unique life and business. When I'm not teaching about productivity to solopreneurs, I spend my time writing romance novels and occasionally business books. And that is what this podcast is all about, the adventures of the author life. Now let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly podcast. Today, I want to share a few practical tips for how you can find the time to market your books. After all, writing your books is one thing, but it's not enough to just publish it. There is a whole other side to being an indie author, and that is the marketing side of things. Frankly, this is something that I have noticed come up again and again in my business journey. People often talk about the joy of the craft, but what they don't tell you is that in the beginning especially, you have to put in a huge proportion of your time and energy into marketing, whether your business relies on services or physical products or digital products. But you love the craft of it, right? You don't want to spend all of your time marketing your books. You started writing books because you enjoy it. Marketing seems like a scary prospect, or maybe you even think of selling as a dirty word. It doesn't need to be. In fact, last year, I went through a complete attitude adjustment around marketing in general for my business. Nowadays, I actually look at marketing as just another form of content creation. And that makes my heart happy. This simple act of reframing my approach to marketing has made it a much more enjoyable experience, and I would even argue that I've gotten better at marketing as a result. Does it still take time? Yes, absolutely. But because I now enjoy it, it doesn't exhaust me the same way that it used to. And that is extremely powerful because it means that I can do more effective marketing in less time while still having the creative capacity and bandwidth left over to do other things, such as writing books. If you are curious to learn more about this entire concept and how to apply it to your own situation, then I recommend you check out my signature program, Productivity Powerhouse, which teaches you exactly how to do all of that. You can learn more at saganmorrow.com powerhouse, and I will drop the link in the show notes. Okay, with all of this in mind, here are five actionable ways that you can find the time to market your books. Tip number one, plan ahead accordingly. If you know you have a book launch coming up, then block out that time on your calendar so you give yourself plenty of time in advance and during the launch, and ideally also post-launch, to really put in that effort for marketing your books. When you are planning ahead, look at your complete timeline to see what will need to be done when. If you are sending advanced reader copies of your books to book bloggers, for example, then are you giving them enough time to read your books and then review them before the launch date? Also, if you have a pre-sale going on, 
then are you doing enough to promote that pre-sale so that people actually remember to buy? If you rush this and do it all the week before your launch, it's going to cost you a lot of headaches and a huge number of hours during that single week with minimal payoff. The more you can do in advance, the less overwhelming it will feel and the more effective your marketing efforts will be. And keep in mind too that people often need, you know, those seven sort of touch points, at least seven touch points before they actually buy from you. So have you actually marketed your book at least seven times? And keep in mind as well that if you are using, for example, Instagram as your main uh, social media platform, the feed moves really quick. So maybe someone didn't see it. Even if you posted it seven times, maybe they only saw it twice. So you really need to um, keep at it, keep doing it consistently, and ensure that you approach your marketing from different angles so that you can appeal to people depending on where their headspace is at, um, whether they are actually seeing your posts or not, all of those types of things. Tip number two, batch it. Batching is really about setting the time aside to do a decent amount of work now so as to save yourself time down the road. When you are already in the zone, it makes it easier to do similar types of work within a single chunk of time. A great example of batching is to do a book photo shoot so you can take a whole bunch of photos of your books in one sitting and then you will have a library of photos to pull from whenever you want to post about your books on Instagram, for example. This can save you so much time down the road, especially because you can get your lighting and props and camera set up just the once and then get a series of beautiful photos from it to use at any time in the future. I adore using the Instagram app Planoly to plan my Instagram feed and schedule out my posts. You can check it out at saganmorrow.com Planoly. I will drop the link in the show notes too. Keep in mind that some things will be easier to batch than others, and also the more that you batch things like a book photo shoot, the more time that you have then save during the actual launch itself, right? So during the actual launch, you might be connecting a lot more even with book bloggers. You'll be posting a lot of different book reviews, um, answering reader questions, right? Sort of getting up that hype, doing a lot more live type of things. And so if you can have other pieces pre-made, such as photos, then you can just pull from them. It makes your life so much easier. So really be strategic about what you choose to batch in advance so that you have more of that time for the marketing um, during the launch itself or during any particular stage when you want to do more book promotions. Tip number three, outsource it. Okay, so outsourcing your book marketing is something that can be quite pricey and it is also a gamble. You don't really know what will pay off and what won't. You don't really have a guarantee. I've put a decent amount of money into some past book promotions and I haven't necessarily seen a return on it that I would like. But I'm sure that it, it does, you know, balance out in some way. I'm sure I did get some new readers from it that I don't even realize that are now very loyal readers. Who knows, right? There could be all kinds of really wonderful benefits that we don't necessarily see immediately. 
So this is definitely, you know, it can be effective, but it is a little bit of, of a gamble. If you have the cash and you want to try this as an experiment, then it really does certainly have a lot of potential for reaching out to wider audiences and getting your name out there. A few examples of what this could look like is hiring a PR company for your book marketing, or hiring someone to create Facebook ads for you, or paying for your book to be featured on book lists, all of that kind of thing. If you are truly strapped for time, then outsourcing your book marketing efforts might be a good avenue for you. And don't be afraid to reach out to other authors and find out, you know, who is it that you that you outsource your book marketing to? Or, you know, do your research when you're looking at different PR companies um, or, you know, Facebook ad managers, whatever it happens to be. Look into who are their past clients? What authors have they, have they worked with? Um, do you like their style of book marketing? All of that kind of thing. Tip number four, build relationships. Something that has been an absolute pleasure over the past couple years since I started writing novels is the relationships that I have made with book bloggers. Book bloggers are the most incredible people. Now, it takes time to get to know the right book bloggers for your book and to reach out to them and build relationships, but I really view them as online friends. It's a joy to connect with them on social media, so this is something that can help you a lot. By the way, in my very first book launch I ever did back in 2016, I put the call out on Twitter to organize a book launch team. That was for my first business book, The Business of Writing and Editing, which you can grab at saganmorrow.com slash books or your favorite ebook store. Anyway, one person who joined my book launch team subsequently took my online course for freelancers a few months later And then she quit her day job to become a freelance editor, and she has since pivoted her business to become a successful artist, and I have since bought art from her a couple of times. How cool is that? We are still friends to this day. I think it's really beautiful how relationships can develop over something as seemingly simple as a shared interest in your book topic. You never know what could come out of it. Making new friends is a lovely experience and it doesn't have to feel, it doesn't feel like work, right? It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's taking um, huge amounts of time out of your day. It, it is something that, you know, you put effort into, but it feels pleasurable. It's very lovely. And when you build relationships with other people, they will be that much more likely to help you promote your books. So in the long term, doing this takes some of that time and energy off your plate because they are marketing your books to their audiences too. Basically, building relationships is just win-win-win for everyone. It's just lovely. Tip number five, have fun with it. As a productivity strategist, this is always 100% my recommendation for any kind of business. If you don't enjoy the work you do, then you can get so much value from from identifying what specifically you don't like about it and identifying whether or not you need to keep using that strategy or if there's a way you can make it more enjoyable for you or play with it and try a different strategy that appeals to you more or reframe it and try a different approach to marketing. 
I have been doing this quite a bit and I intend on continuing to play with this a lot in the coming months. I really like sharing snippets of my upcoming books on Twitter and sharing teasers on Instagram. It feels fun for me. And I enjoy sharing photos of my books and reviews from readers. Again, the more that we enjoy how we are spending our time, the more creative energy that we have. Plus, when you enjoy the marketing strategies that you use, you will also discover that it feels so much easier and more natural to promote your books. It doesn't feel weird or salesy. You are simply letting people know about the books that you've written. They will not know that you have written books unless you tell them. And with all the noise in the online world, you have to continue to market yourself regularly to ensure that potential readers turn into actual readers. Okay, there you have it. Those are just some things to think about for marketing your books more effectively. So to recap, the five tips for how to find the time to market your book include tip number one, plan ahead accordingly. Tip number two, batch it. Tip number three, outsource it. Tip number four, build relationships. And tip number five, have fun with it. If you want to learn more about saving time and making much better use of the time that you do have, then I recommend that you check out my signature course, Productivity Powerhouse. Many of my clients who take that program tell me that within just a couple of weeks of barely scratching the surface of implementing the strategies in that course, they already save five to 10 hours every single week. And what's more, it's a really enjoyable process. They actually enjoy the lessons and they enjoy um, the motivational pep talks. They, they really like everything inside Productivity Powerhouse. Plus, that program includes the exact strategies I used for how I was able to write and self-publish six books within a year and a half in between doing everything else in my business and taking up new hobbies and dealing with mental health issues. So as you can imagine, Productivity Powerhouse has a ton of really valuable tips which are both actionable and motivational. You can check it out at saganmorrow.com powerhouse. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on all of this. Do you struggle to find the time for marketing your books? Has this episode of Indie Author Weekly changed the way that you think about marketing? Connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at saganlives to chat about it. And you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better I can accommodate that. You can also submit your questions or topic ideas anonymously at saganmorrow.com question. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and rate it on Apple Podcasts. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. By the way, you can access complete word-for-word -word transcripts of this episode and all past episodes, plus sample chapters of my books, and a few other bonuses and goodies, on the secret version of this podcast. Get access to all of that at saganmorrow.com secretpodcast. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.